Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Bashardavis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, let's begin over in the U.S., where the Fed is experiencing more pressure to add stimulus into the economy, given the ongoing pandemic and slowing recovery. We'll get the Fed's decision on Wednesday, along with a barrage of data, including retail sales from November and flash PMIs. What should we expect and how is all this likely to affect the greenback? Well, the focus is really uh, on the Fed, Maria, next week. As you said, there's been a lot of pressure for the Fed uh, to provide additional support to the economy, given the worsening pandemic uh, in the United States. Uh, we're seeing uh, the, the death rate rise to record levels on a daily basis. And uh, although so far the recovery hasn't been uh, too badly affected, that could change um, in, in the coming weeks uh, and months because of the increasing number of uh, restrictions being imposed uh, in various states uh, across the country. The problem is, though, there's been little indication from the Fed uh, that it's ready to boost asset purchases. Uh, the Fed, although has already done quite a lot and probably existing, its existing policy is enough to cushion the U.S. economy. Uh, nevertheless, uh, it has to be seen to be doing something. And uh, so it, what it might decide to do is to strengthen its forward guidance, specifically around its asset purchases, just to reassure markets that it will continue to buy significant bonds on a monthly basis uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, and it may also signal that uh, it will uh, concentrate its purchases uh, on longer dated bonds and this could be quite significant because if they do get the right message across through it's through the forward guidance may pressure the yields on 10-year treasury notes and this could lead to a significant fall in the US dollar as far as the data is concerned uh, it might not have a huge reaction uh, in the markets as really what the market really wants to see is what the Fed is going to do next Okay, let's move over to the UK now. Along with the Bank of England's policy meeting on Thursday, we'll get a slew of economic releases. Since the Bank of England boosted its quantitative easing program back in November, do you think policymakers are likely to make any changes next week? And regarding Brexit, what are the latest prospects for a deal? And what is likely to happen to the pound if a no-deal scenario materializes? So the Bank of England is almost certain to uh, stand pat next week. As you said, they did quite a lot back in November. They increased QE more than expected. So uh, instead, the data should attract a fair bit of attention. We've got job numbers, retail sales, and of course, the flash PMIs for December. Uh, we did have uh, that lockdown in England for the whole of November. And we should see from the PMIs how strongly the economy bounced back in the first half of uh, December uh, when uh, England came out of lockdown. But as always, the real spotlight will be on Brexit uh, because we still don't, don't have any agreement. We were hoping that we were going to get an agreement uh, in this past week, uh, but the, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the European Commission President agreed to extend the talks until at least Sunday. If there's no substantial progress by Sunday, quite possible the UK walk out of the talks and uh, we may wake up on Monday 
to the news that uh, there's going to be no deal with Brexit. Now the pound, although it has fallen uh, substantially, still nowhere near pricing in the, the real risk of a no deal uh, Brexit. So if we do, if it does look like we're heading towards an no deal outcome, uh, the, there's plenty of scope for the pound uh, to fall even further. Taking a look at other central banks now, both the Bank of Japan and the Swiss National Bank will hold their last policy meetings of the year next week. Any changes expected for either one? Well, we're not expecting uh, any significant changes. From the Bank of Japan, they will likely extend their emergency lending facilities. Uh, but as far as uh, asset purchases and interest rates are concerned, they really have very little room for uh, maneuver. But having said that, now that there is a vaccine in the picture, and uh, on top of that, the Japanese government uh, is doing its bit in terms of boosting the economy with fiscal stimulus, uh, the Bank of Japan probably won't need to do any more than it has done already. Now, looking at the SMB, there's good news and bad news for the SMB. Again, the more positive uh, outlook for the global economy now that there's a vaccine and, and also the fact that the euro has been strengthening against the franc uh, is good news uh, for the Swiss National Bank. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the dollar has weakened quite a lot uh, and in fact it's fallen towards the 2015 levels when the SMB removed its cap on the, against the Swiss franc and we saw a big surge in the franc at the time. Uh, so this could pose a new headache for the SMB. Uh, so we might see some change in the language regarding exchange rate uh, in the statement. And finally, we'll get Eurozone PMIs on Wednesday. Will this data matter for the euro, given the good news that the European Central Bank just announced extra stimulus and EU leaders agreed on a virus rescue fund? So, yes, the PMIs, uh, they're always uh, important. Uh, and especially, of course, uh, like in the UK, uh, we saw uh, tight restrictions in November across the euro area. Uh, so the PMIs, which the flash PMIs, which uh, cover the early parts of December, uh, they should give us an indication as to how strongly uh, the Eurozone economy bounced back. Uh, but uh, we're not, that as far as the Euro is concerned, it's probably not, not going to be, uh, not going to trigger a huge reaction given, uh, as you said, we just had uh, extra STB stimulus being announced. Uh, and of course, uh, we did get that final, groom, uh, final approval uh, of the Eurozone Virus Rescue Fund. Uh, and of course, we have the positive backdrop uh, with uh, the vaccine uh, as well. Uh, having said that, uh, we, still, we still have some risks uh, that could negatively impact the euro. Of course, there's Brexit. Uh, so although the pound is more likely uh, to uh, take a huge blow from no deal Brexit, the euro will also be negatively impacted uh, if there is a no deal announcement. Uh, and also another thing to consider is the ongoing stimulus talks in the United States in Congress, because uh, if uh, Congress fails to come to some kind of a agreement on a new fiscal stimulus package before uh, they adjourn uh, for the holiday period, then that would burst some risk aversion in the markets, which would in turn uh, push the dollar higher. And that would, of course, mean a weaker euro. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.